0: Bill O'Reilly here. Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021, you're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Majority of Americans support strict voter ID laws. California bailing out its failing marijuana industry. The Supreme Court sides with paying student athletes. U.S. Airlines ban booze until the fall. Adults report the highest level of unhappiness in 50 years. Also ahead, there is a big threat you might not know about. But first, a poll from Monmouth University in New Jersey says 80% of Americans support stricter voter ID laws. That number includes 60% Democrat and 91% Republican. Seven in 10 people say that there should be an option to vote before Election Day and use absentee ballots with a valid reason. Interesting poll the media will likely suppress because it doesn't fit the voter suppression narrative. Taxpayers in California handing over $100 million to shore up the state's legal pot trade. Companies in the Golden State now unable to compete with illegal drug dealers as cannabis pours over the southern border in record numbers. So, the legal pot shops need government assistance. The Supreme Court ruling in a unanimous decision that college athletes can be compensated for playing. The case was brought by students who claim the NCAA and 11 conferences impose compensation rules that violate federal antitrust laws. Now, It looks like college stars will be able to accept ad money. Sales of alcohol this summer way up, but don't expect to have booze on a plane. A number of major carriers, including Southwest and Delta, are suspending the sale of alcohol until the fall. Executives say the beverages are causing a series of violent altercations between travelers and flight crews new survey from the University of Chicago says the average adult in the USA is more unhappy today than in half a century. Just 14% of Americans say they're very happy, down from 31% in 2018. Folks cite the virus, financial problems, and political chaos for the dissatisfaction. In a moment, the threat... It will hurt you, and we'll define it. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update. Message of the day, there is danger in the air, literally and the threat is gaining strength. It's affecting every single American. It's vicious, hateful, and obscure. And the threat will diminish your personal freedom. It doesn't come from Donald Trump or Joe Biden, not from Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell. The threat has nothing to do with climate change, COVID, or China. No, the forces who are punishing individual freedom are the powerful men and women who run the mass market information corporations and social media. Let me explain. In order for Americans to make intelligent decisions about their society, leadership, and personal security, they need honest information above all. Those who formed our country obviously knew that because they gave the press specific constitutional freedoms and privileges. But today, honest reporting to enhance the knowledge of all citizens has largely disappeared. The media has been corrupted by craven corporations who see the American people as too stupid to know what's noble, too bigoted to do the right thing. Let me back that up. Recently, I paid $3.15 a gallon to fill my car with gas. Last year at this time, under President Trump, I paid $2.15. So why the price hike? Did Joe Biden's assault on the fossil fuel industry have anything to do with it? Would be fascinating to see a fact-based report on the rise of gasoline prices, but we will not. Southern border authorities report close to 200,000 foreign nationals crossing into the USA each month. So... Why did President Biden dismantle Trump's stay-in-Mexico policy that had almost stopped mass illegal immigration? That might be important to know, right? Inflation, growing at its fastest clip in 30 years. Why, exactly? NBC, ABC, CBS are not likely to tell us. In the past five years, approximately 3,000 African Americans in Chicago have been murdered, mostly by black criminals. Why? And why haven't the Democrats who control Chicago done anything about it? CNN? Bueller? Anyone? I could give you 50 important stories, 50, that the corporate media simply ignore because they're trying to protect liberal politicians and woke causes. The news blackout is corrupt and a major threat to us all. Finally, one of the CEOs most responsible for the destruction of honest information is Bob Iger, who runs Disney and its media arm, ABC. We already know that ABC's top entertainment programmer in the name of inclusion is rejecting great scripts if they're written by white people. We know this because she said so. She could have not done that without Iger's approval. Anyway, recently we learned that Bob Iger sold $100 million worth of Disney stock. We know that because old Bob had to file a sale with the SEC. Why did Iger sell? Could it be he wanted out before Biden and his minions raised the capital gains tax? Looking forward to getting the truth on World News Tonight. The threat to your freedom is big. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. In a moment, something you might not know. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 79 years ago today, Congress officially adopted the Pledge of Allegiance as a national creed. The text actually dates back to the 1890s and was originally aimed at children. On September 9, 1892, a magazine for young Americans called The Youth's Companion published a story urging teachers to have students recite the following passage before each school day. Quote, I pledge allegiance to my flag and to the republic for which it stands, one nation indivisible with liberty and justice for all, unquote. Nice sentiment, right? In 1923, a conference sponsored by the Daughters of the American Revolution changed the wording. My flag went to the flag of the United States of America, in part to ensure that recent immigrants had the stars and stripes in mind and not the flag of their country of origin. On June 22, 1942, during the war, Congress formally recognized the pledge as part of the federal flag code. At the height of World War II, the government changed the official manner of delivery to placing the right hand over the heart. The previous stance, one hand extended from the body, was too similar to the Nazi salute. And here's something else you might not know. The line under God in the pledge was added more than a decade later. President Eisenhower approved the congressional resolution adding the words Under God in 1954. The Knights of Columbus and other groups, as well as Eisenhower himself, supported the change. Proponents claimed the slogan would serve as a stark reminder of the difference between the USA and the Soviet Union, an atheist country. Today, some far-left activists want the expression, under God, stripped from the pledge, saying the statement is an overt endorsement of religion and a violation of the separation between church and state, which is absolute nonsense. Recent polling shows 10% of the people want under God stripped, so the far-left is once again on the fringe, and the words under God will not, will not be taken out of the Pledge of Allegiance. We are living in a time of extremism, mostly on the left, but some on the right, but the vast majority of the American people respect the Pledge of Allegiance, which was instituted 79 years ago today. Back after this. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.